time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm the red team. Hi, I'm the yellow team. And I'm the blue team. And welcome to Organise Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Survive Escape from Atlantis. Uh, we've got a special guest this week. We've got Spencer from the Lighten Up Initiative. Hello, Spencer. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. No problems. It has been fun to play across the pond. Um, just start by telling us a little bit about the Lighten Up Initiative, because you do videos, you do podcasts, you do humor, you do series, you do everything. Tell us a little bit about it. That's right. So... I've been going on this channel since 2018. I was doing reviews with my wife. We were called Married with Board Games and uh, did uh, reviews on the Dice Tower. And we stopped doing that. We're still married, I promise, but we're not doing them as much together. Although she still joins me for videos here and there. Um, But yeah, I decided I want to take a more entertainment uh, approach to my content. So um, it's taken me a little bit to find my my groove and, and the way I like to do things. But essentially what I do is any kind of uh, review that I do or preview that I do. I write out all of my scripts, which lets me incorporate some humor and some jokes because I'm not really good at that right off the cuff. It really helps me to, to plan that out uh, with some visual gags and that kind of thing. Um, I just want to be entertaining. You know, so people, you can watch any old board game review of the same type of stuff, but I want people to at least somewhat enjoy my content other than also being informed about it. Uh, but in addition to reviews and previews, I do sketch comedy videos. Those aren't as frequently just because um the effort that it takes. But um, I do try to get a couple of those out, at least 10 out a year. Um, and then, yes, I've got a podcast right now with my friend. His name is Segan Walker, and we do a, a show called Board Games Are Fun. Easy enough to remember. And um, we don't, we're not very regular on that yet, but we do enjoy doing it. So all around the entertainment uh, spectrum, I like to do all kinds of content. So it's um, something that I really enjoy. And my whole goal with all of it is to help just people lighten up <laughs> about board games because sometimes we forget that they're made for fun and we get into them being more too too seriously when it comes to playing them and thinking about them and talking about them. So the whole idea for board games is to have fun. So I just want to help people remember that by making sure my content is fun. And uh, I mean, if you haven't, listeners, if you haven't checked out the Lighten Up Initiative on YouTube, um, I personally like there's uh, board game etiquette videos, which are hilarious. Um, And obviously, uh, Les Mis song parodies, which are hilarious <laughs> how long does it take you to to like write the songs and make like just to put one of those together must be a huge effort um so i've got first of all i've got plans for three more uh, of uh i've got the words written the writing actually does it take me that long to do the writing because what i do is just i put out the regular lyrics and i think of whatever the concept is and the thing that makes it in my opinion the, the funniest is if you keep a lot of the original so that way whenever you're singing about something that's different than the song but then you cut back into some of the right words of the song it's kind of like oh that that's clever um so that actually doesn't take me that long um it just depends on the video like the on my own one took um it took about a couple hours to film we did it on two different nights um and then editing um because you have the song to play with to help you keep your pacing uh keep you on track um that doesn't take too long as well at least for me at least and so maybe another two hours doing that so when all is said and done maybe you know including right 
writing and editing and filming, maybe a five or six hour ordeal, which I think is worth it for the outcome. Are we are we allowed to know what songs are coming up? Uh, um, yes, but this will be an exclusive. I haven't told anybody else and I'm not going to tell anybody else. Ooh. So the next song, because I don't know why I chose Les Mis to do. Because it's cool? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> just some of the songs are just, just work perfectly for it. And so this next one is going to be called Bring Root Home. And it's about, um, I loaned my game of Root, which is one of my favorite games, to my friend. And it's been three years and it's still gone. Yeah. You Hopefully this song will get it returned to you. <laughs> um, what got you into board games in the first place? It's bog standard, bog standard generic question. Why do you like board games? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, um, it's, there's several different reasons. I mean, we'll always played the traditional games growing up. Um, I think Clue was my favorite back in the day. Um, and then at one point, as when I was you know, in high school, I started just kind of had this weird idea to collect all of these weird random board games that I'd find at the store. And um, even though they weren't very good, just like the idea of them was kind of funny. And I thought, well, these are as I played them, I thought these are kind of unique. These are fun. And then to look for more, I discovered board game stores and comic book shops that have board games. And um, one time I went with my friend to look and um, he bought Munchkin, which at the time I thought after playing at first, I thought it was dumb, a dumb game for him to buy because it's, oh, it's just cards. But then I started playing it and I got really into it. So what would happen is I would go into the stores to buy a new Munchkin set oh. and then I would see all the other stuff that's available. And so now that was probably 10 years ago, 10 years later, I don't play Munchkin anymore, but I play all these other games and I have kind of have Munchkin to think for that. Munchkin was like your gateway drug. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and ever since all the, I just love exploring and discovering new games and the experiences at the table with, with friends and other people. Um, there's just so much I enjoy about them, but that's essentially how my progression played out. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. Right. Well, as I said, this week we have been playing Survive Escape from Atlantis. It is my turn to read the box. So it's early in the 20th century a time of exploration and adventure. The mysterious island of Atlantis has been discovered in the middle of the ocean, and there are rumours of riches. After reaching Atlantis, the explorers are ready to return home with treasure and artefacts. But Atlantis begins to sink. I hate it when that happens, guys, don't you? <laughs> Literally, found a load of treasure, ruined. Uh, in a panic, the adventurers try to avoid a terrible fate. The luckiest will find a boat to return home, while the less fortunate will have to try to swim for it. But nobody will be safe from the sea monsters, sharks and whales, which live in the ocean around Atlantis. It is for ages 8 plus, for 2 to 4 players, although there is an expansion that lets you play for 6 players, and it reckons it takes around 45 to 60 minutes. So yeah, basically, the idea of the game is you've got an island made out of these hexagonal tiles, and you've got all your little meeples on the island, and there's four safe zones, uh, one in each corner of the board. You have to get your meeples to the safe zones before the island sinks or before they get eaten by the various creatures. Play to win. I mean, it's a really simple turn mechanic. There's three steps. Uh, the first of which is that you make three moves. So you can move, you know, either the same person three times, uh, three different people, one space each, any combination, three moves. Did you guys have a strategy? Spencer, start us off. What was your, what was your game plan? Um, you know, I started off with nothing. Uh, well, the obvious, I put my highest value person on the edge and um, tried to get them across first. Um, and then I thought, oh, if I put 
put some of these people on sand. They're going to fall in the water quickly and they can start swimming. It didn't work for me. but um, And then I started being as aggressive as possible when it came to placing all the monsters and everything. <laughs> Mark, what was yours? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just trying to keep my people alive for as long as possible. It didn't really work out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, no, you kept them alive. They just weren't really doing it. Well, okay, I didn't get them to safety. <laughs> I didn't. It didn't work out. I didn't get them. To safety <laughs> Me and Spencer um, were trying to evacuate, and you were like yeah. looking at butterflies or whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to. It's like, do you get your people on your boat and across? Do you concentrate on that, or do you keep an eye? Because I wasn't keeping an eye on the rest of my people because you're losing a tile every time mm. um i just forgot about the rest. i was just concentrating on who i had trying to get across and the obstacles that happened yeah um and then once if they either got across or they didn't then you're going back to the the island seeing who you've got left um i didn't really keep track on both i wasn't sort of keeping a, uh, an eye on the bigger picture no as it were i mean my strategy was simple i immediately forgot how many points each meeple was worth i flipped them all over at the start and never looked at those numbers again so it was a nice surprise when I was counting up my my points at the end. Um, yeah, I tried to put everyone as close to the edge as possible, and then just loading up a boat. And once that, like, I would focus on one boat at a time and get that to safety, and just ignore everyone else until either that boat had got to the safe zone or had been sunk slash eaten by whales and sea monsters. Uh, so yeah, I was a very much like single focus. Mm. That boat is going to be my primary focus until it either survives or dies. You can't put a value on people's lives, guys. I mean, right. everyone is just as important. This is my little bay. Time to load up this boat. Well, he's, he's going to have to swim, I think. I need a boat. What happened to those two boats that you... Oh, yeah, no, I remember. How do I get more boats? Party on that boat. I need to get somebody to shore. I've got so many people still on the island. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, get off <laughs> three <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, the ticket collector is going to come around and he's going to kick you into the water <laughs> is that your last little man it is oh, yeah. I've lost a lot you are the only one left on the island I know <laughs> we're all just chilling out in the sea the second part is that you choose one of the hexagon tiles to sink. Um, and there's three types. There's sand, which is the shallowest. Then it goes to forest and then it goes to rocks. So you have to sink all the sand first, then all the forest, then all the rocks. And again, you're presented with a tactical, a moral quandary uh, of do you sink a tile that's empty or do you be vindictive and sink a tile that has a person on it? Now, I I personally try, well, you know, unless someone needed some vent I was going to go for the empty ones first, just to be nice. Were you guys leaning any particular way or just play it by ear or what? I was about half and half. But what, what decided which half you were going to be which turn? Um, just how I was feeling. <laughs> um, I mean, once like once once you started taking the lead, I tried to go after you. Then I was trying to be nice um, for the yellow team. And then I started getting bored of being nice. So then I started removing tiles the yellow team was on. <laughs> your, your mood changes with the tides <laughs> that's right um yeah. mark do well, yeah you it's, it's do you sort of keep an eye on what everyone else is doing and try and sabotage or do you just concentrate i was probably more just concentrating on just getting my people and what i was doing yeah rather than trying to yeah um go after anyone else or do anything else sort of tactically like that you haven't moved any of my tiles that I'm on. You're being so nice. I'm not going to be so nice. You dumped me in the water right at the start. I've just left him in the water. <laughs> <laughs>
He doesn't have to. You're just being mean. There's an empty one here, but oh, you're just sure, being okay. a bastard. And it's worth saying, obviously, each tile has a symbol on the bottom of it that grant you special power. So sometimes you might get to place an extra boat or an extra whale or a shark or um, uh, a friendly dolphin can come and help you and give you three extra moves or there's some tiles that protect you from like a shark attack or whatever. So, you know, it's it's not just take a tile and be done with it. You get extra gifts, if you like, to use. But also with each layer of the island comes a slightly harder challenge. So the sand, obviously, there's nothing but the forest has these whirlpool tokens which can suck everything in the surrounding spaces into yeah. this whirlpool and the rock uh, there's one volcano tile that if you draw that it ends the game uh, instantly mm. so there is that sort of sense of building tension isn't there the island's getting smaller chances are the sea is getting increasingly populated with with creatures that are out to get you um and it's mark you like a game with a definite end don't you well yeah i mean it's it's fairly simple but there's enough going on yeah to sort of keep you it's not like a basic game but they and it, it well the length like you said like 30 40 minutes maybe there's enough going on you know you can see the island getting smaller and smaller you know time is running out yeah uh so i, I like that element of it um and let's say these are what's on the you know what you get for the tiles and things and all the the monsters added in there um there's enough different things to keep an eye on if you're trying to if you are working tactically and stuff uh so you don't get sort of bored each each turn brings a different challenge <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. First of all, I'm going to capitalize on Mark's ineptitude and I'm going to play <laughs> I'm going to play this move a sea monster to any vacant space. So, bye. I <laughs> can, can just go over there. Um then let's get my boys to safety. Uh, at the beginning of your turn, a friendly dolphin comes to help one of your swimmers. Move one of your swimmers an extra three spaces. I can move a shark to any space on the board. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. <laughs> that was Dave. He was um, he was engaged, <laughs> and his his fiance is expecting. <laughs> I'll eat him right in front of his fiance. It's a new boat. Uh, it was there, wasn't it, Bob? So that helps you, Spencer. Right. No one else. Um, luckily, I riddled that boat with holes. <laughs> The the third and final part of your turn. So once you've taken the tile and, and done whatever it says, there is a creature dice uh, which has either a whale symbol, a sea monster, or a shark, and you roll that, and that lets you move uh, a creature, a corresponding creature. And so the whale smashes boats and knocks people into the water. The shark eats the people, and the sea monster is like a combination of both. It can smash boats and eat people. So you want to avoid the sea monsters. But again, that presented you with that uh, offense slash defense sort of mentality because there were some times when I was moving sharks away from my swimmers or sometimes where I was moving them towards the opposing swimmers. Uh, again, was that just to sort of uh, make a choice based on what the board looked like at any given moment or were you determined to be defensive or determined to be on the attack? I think it's just taken the opportunity where you see it. Where you see it because there was one well, time okay, Mark, where wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you've got to keep an eye on everything that's going on on the board. Uh, Let's just say Mark could have killed three of my men, but instead just moved to see Monster just to sort of spook Spencer's boat. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I forgot it was there. <laughs> and that's that's probably what gave you the game right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I reckon oh, I would have been screwed if that had happened. <laughs> so, thanks. <laughs> 
this is my prediction. That whale is going to smash Mark, and then the shark no. is going to be there to <laughs> eat the survivors. <laughs> sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> what are you moving that one for? Oh, oh no! I, do you know what? I completely forgot about the other corner. You. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't looking there. Whale smash. I'm not scared of a whale. Oh, hello, little hello. yellow person on the beach. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> it's the drunk whale. It's the drunk party whale. Stay away. Uh-oh. Sure. Oh, no. Splash. That's fine, but just, I mean, like, my mum made me that boat specially with her own fair hands, and now you have to feel really bad for, for smashing it. I'll smash it right in front of her. Whatever, I didn't even like that boat anyway. <laughs> that boat was haunted. <laughs> yes. Sea monster. Oh, there's no one really to go after. Get in the shark bin. It's a whale. Let's just. Oh, oh, hello there. One, two. Oh, no. You know that thing you see. You know where you see whales on all the nature documentaries <laughs> where they're like and come out of the water. The sound they make. That's what it's done onto your boat. Sea monster. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> it was so close. <laughs> I'm just going to sink that boat out of spite. Smash. <laughs> the sort of final section of the game turned into a bit of an attack fest. Um, because obviously you can get to a point where I, all your meeples are either safe or they've been killed, but you still get to take turns. You still get to sink tiles and you still get to move creatures. And because you've got no of your, none of your own people to protect, you can just full out go on the attack. Um, Spencer, that happened to you first. Did you did you enjoy having the freedom to just, just try and kill as many people as possible? I really did. <laughs> it was It was nice. Um, just to let go and not even have to worry about defense, just to go all out and attack people as, as much as I could. Yeah, mm. and I think it's almost that sense of relief, isn't it? Like, okay, I've, I've <laughs> done all I can for my little men, and it's mm-hmm. it's guilt-free attack because, you know, what else can I do? That's the only thing I'm allowed to do now. So Mark can't, can't hold a grudge about us smashing his boats uh, and eating his people, which we did a lot of. <laughs> Now you can go into you can go into full on offensive mode. I'm going to. Who is Spencer gonna mess up now? You've had this game for a couple of years, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Had you heard of it before you got this version? I think it was one of the ones that we played at the board game shop. So our our board game shop used to do uh, like evenings at the local art centre where they just bring a load of board games and you could go and play them for free. So I think it's one of the ones that we played there. there. Oh, because I was going to say this is sort of a classic because my brother had this like in the late 80s. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, because we've uh, got the massive box. 30th anniversary yeah. edition. So it's been so around. It's, it's a years. classic, so I wonder like how many people know know it as a sort of classic game because it hasn't changed. A, like the form is exactly the same. Yeah. Like the I remember with my brother's one though. I think it was a bigger board, and the island was like these plastic tiles. So the sand was like flat plastic. Yeah. The forest was like raised up, and then the rocks were like proper rocks. So it sort of made a bit more oh. of a, a volcano. You had the levels, yeah, which looked really good. I remember that. But the like the sea creatures, like the tiles, like, they were exactly the same shape and color, and like the layout of the board. 
record and everything it hasn't really changed that much over the years so yeah I just wondered if no. how well people know this yeah. um, Spencer yeah, have you played it in real life or just virtually just virtually yeah I, I hadn't heard about it until you know it, it definitely wasn't one I knew about years ago just only recently it just goes to show though because I mean, we've spoke about this on previous episodes you know like when games bring out second editions or whatever yeah. sometimes if a game is good enough it doesn't need a revamp does it it just well, no, that's you can just it tweak the artwork yeah. maybe and it, just that's change. all it is that's all it is yeah. it's just been made out of different stuff like even some of the I think the, the images are pretty much exactly the same yeah so I, ju- I was just wondering if there were any other versions between like the late 80s and now or they've just brought this one out I don't know there was a you know a gap there's only been the two versions if you know what I mean I'll Should make, it, I'll earlier, make a really. note but <laughs> look yeah. up history there was there was one that came out in, in 20, uh, 2010 I believe from Stronghold it's got a different oh. box cover I don't know if any of the gameplay was different but because this this new edition is by Stronghold as well so I assume that they got the rights to it printed it and then made this anniversary edition and there are some expansions are there? there's um, giant yes. squid that can snatch people off land oh I see I think I remember the squid from the the 80s oh, one actually there you go mm. yeah it's interesting those expansions yeah. so even if you're on the land you're still not safe because the giant squid's tentacles cool. can pull you back into the water I don't know I don't really well I know you get expansions quite a lot yeah uh, <laughs> but I would like to be cool to actually play an expansion of this we do have them oh do we yeah oh okay well, I've never played them <laughs> there you go and um, Spencer how do you feel about expansions um it depends on the game really um like I've got most of the expansions for Mansions of Madness just because of all the content that they add and especially being able to play the different scenarios that's that's helpful um oh can I just interject your fake promo ad for the mansion's storage crate was hilarious <laughs> uh, now that one took a while to do all of the effects and everything it, it took a long time to record but thank you that it was a lot of fun to do does that that thing does that thing actually exist no well so it did unfortunately the company that made it no longer exists anymore so you can a broken token has made one um it looks of course looks different but uh it serves the same purpose yeah but that was a lot of fun um if if it's like a favorite game like i've got everything for root right now um except the base set <laughs> right. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to because a lot of times you'll get expansion content, or I'll get expansion content, and don't even play it um, because it depends on the expansion because sometimes it overcomplicates things, especially if it's a game you're going to teach to new people every time. You don't want to throw the expansion in. So a lot of times we're introducing games to, to people, and so we don't get opportunities to play with the expansion very much. So it's kind of gone into our decision of whether to buy expansions or not. <laughs> That enjoyment is compulsory. Shall we give it some scores? Shall we yeah, flag? let's do it. Our first category is fun. Uh, guests first. Spencer, start us off. Fun out of five. Uh, 3.5. Oh. <laughs> Why? Is that a good or a bad or? No, that's oh, just, that's just a, you know, like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Intriguing. Oh. And also, I think you're the first person to ever do a 0.5. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's fun if you have the right attitude about it, because there's so much of that, the take that element. Um, if you're too focused on your strategy or trying to win, I mean, you can focus on that a little bit, but if you you're too concerned with people coming along and crashing your boat or eating you, you're not going to have a lot of fun. So you really have to get into it and enjoy it that way. So with that mindset, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, that is true, actually. I think 
you I don't think you could ever go through a game where someone doesn't attack you or, or kill your people or do whatever. Right. I think, you know, it's unavoidable, isn't it? But if you get in a strop about it, yeah, you're not going to have as much fun. Uh, Mark, your score? Um, I would say four. Um, going to give us a reason uh, or are you just going to no, leave it? No, four, just, no just, comment. No. Yeah, I mean, I have played this uh, a few times in the past. It's been a little while. Um, but yeah, it, it's good. It's good fun. And it's for me, as someone that plays board games maybe less than you, <laughs> True. It's there's no maybe about it, people. It's just easy to pick up. You can just go straight into it. It's got a time limit, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. So cool. Uh, I'm also going for four. I yeah, I think you know it's nice and simple. It's enjoyable. It's quick to do, but it does have that element, as you said, of a time limit tension sort of. Yeah, you, got you know, tension, ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know that whatever decisions that you make, you know, that's the difference between winning and losing, isn't it? Like if your little six pointer gets killed, mm-hmm. that's it, gone. Yeah, stress. <laughs> um, okay, Mark, start us off with replayability um well yeah i mean you can try different tactics can't you um if on multiple plays Mm -hmm. i think maybe there is a bit of a limit if you're playing this quite a lot i think that's where i think the expansions would help just to add a few other elements i think i don't know i think you could get a little bit bored of it after multiple multiple plays um so give me a number what are we talking about here i don't know Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but so with that, I'm I'm going to say three. Okay. I think. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm well, give... again, it depends the you know the age that it's yeah. aimed for as well. Eight plus. I'm eight is, plus. Yeah. Are no, you eight but plus? it's not like you Spencer. Know, are you it's eight only plus? Got a certain amount. Uh, of... I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's only got a certain amount of elements that you can sort of replay again and again. I think. I think it does have a. Um... Okay. Cool. I was going to go for four. I think there's enough. Like each time, it depends on which tile someone chooses and what order the tiles are placed in and who's I think there's enough variance I mean yes the process is always going to be the same get your men to safety but mm. there's so much that can change you know there's a bit of luck with the rolling the creature dice but then there's also a bit of strategy of whether people are deliberately out to get you or not I think you know it's it's enough variance and it's not so long to play that you, you know it doesn't matter you could play this two or three times in a row if you wanted to I think yeah Mark's I think like, so. no. yeah maybe <laughs> uh, Spencer what do you reckon on replayability i think i'm gonna give it a three as well um you have a good point about where the tiles are being different and um and i'm trying to think into the future you know if i've played this over and over and over again um probably the the element of what you're essentially doing every time is going to be mostly the same so but you know it does have that element of changing changing up the the map and that kind of thing so a, a three i think is where i land cool cool um next one is aesthetic i'll start us off I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with a four. I'm going to stick with a four. It looks very pretty. It's a nice, you know, the board is this nice, beautiful blue ocean. Um, the creatures are all sort of wooden, although, you know, they would be wooden if we were playing it in real life. Um, yeah, there's just nothing nothing off looking about it. It's it's just nice. It's quite chunky when you've got them in your hands. Solid four. Spencer? I think I agree with you. I'd go with a four for all those reasons. I've never actually played a physical version of it, but based on just what I'm seeing in pictures, and everything yeah no that's cool mark uh yeah i'm gonna say a 
four. Win. The only thing that I think would add to it is like in that original game where if you could build up the island, if it did have different levels. Well, they are thicker just... than each other. They are. Oh, they're not really. They're just cardboard. They're not really. Yeah, but the sand is yeah. one layer and the forest is two but layers. But like before, it was like proper high. So it did look like a volcano. And that's it. And you get more of an effect as you take away the I suppose. pieces. So, so did they still have the cool. symbols on the bottom? Of the they plastic? had the symbols underneath. Yeah. But they were Trouble is with built plastic, a bit more. It's bad for the environment. Yeah. That's I probably know. why Atlantis is sinking in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> single use plastic. I know, but it, it, would just, it would just look really cool if you had this sort of model in the middle of the island. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Fair enough. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and Spencer, back to you to start us off on gameplay. Can you hear the cat, by the way? Barely. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, gameplay, that's a tough one. That's about a four. Um, being able to play through it pretty quickly and pick it up. The only thing we're having trouble with was drawing the tiles and then forgetting where they were in order to put the uh, the right piece down. Um, and then me rolling the die and thinking I put the thing down then. So there's a little bit of, at least for me, kind of like, not confusion, but getting things mixed up. Um, but overall, just otherwise, it's very straightforward and makes sense. Yes, Mark. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, yeah, I'm just looking for a, a simple game to play <laughs> and True. understand quickly. So yeah, for, for that, I'm going to say five. Win. Easy gameplay. Cool. Easy to pick up. Um, I'm going to go for four. I really like, right, on the side of the board, it's got the three creatures and it tells you exactly how far each creature can move and what it can kill. Oh, yeah. So that's nice. But it does, I mean, if you're going to have that sort of key, you should have a little reminder, you know, step one, three moves, step two, take time. You know, you could do all that sort of coding somewhere. Uh, so I like that they've done it for the creatures, but I don't like that they haven't done it for everything. <laughs> and that's why they're only getting a four. <laughs> so sorry, Atlantis, but only a four from me. Trying to do some maths now. 4.3. That gives it an overall score out of 20 of 15.4. Okay, not bad. No, not bad. That is, you know, that's the higher end of average, isn't it, compared? Didn't we say last week that we usually, like, our average area is between 12 and 16? Mm. So, you know, that's the top end of that. Good stuff. And Mark, over to you for the final, you know, the final question. Is this game a win or not? Um, I'm going to say it's a win. Excellent. There you go. And that makes it 28 mm. to the haters. And <laughs> I'm not a hater. <laughs> TE 69 uh, to, the, <laughs> to the gamers. There you go. Um, feel free to never say win again so we keep that score of 69 <laughs> just, just forever. A fun workforce is a one workforce. So, Spencer, before we go, do you want to just give a final plug? Where can people find you on uh, the socials, etc.? Sure. So my goal right now, the thing I'm working towards uh, the most is growing my YouTube subscriber uh, number. So you can either just go to YouTube and search for Lighten Up Initiative or Lighten Up Board Games, or you can go to the direct URL, which is youtube.com slash the Lighten Up Initiative. Of course, I'm on Twitter at hey underscore lighten up and facebook.com slash hey lighten up and instagram at hey underscore lighten up that's where you can find me cool but no so, so the most useful thing would be to go and subscribe to the youtube channel yeah correct cool do that everybody <laughs> um right well i've been phil i've been mark i've been spencer and thanks for listening you can find us on facebook at organized fun pod you can find us on twitter at fun organized and i forgot the motto i forgot that and remember non-relinquum in 
Arca Aperculae. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Now it's time when we stop. Good night.